This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season three of Love is Blind just dropped on Netflix and we've got a recap of episode one. I'll be joining our Love is Blind podcast hosts, Asia Welch and Mary Kwiatkowski for a recap and review of episode one of the brand new season. They will have recaps after each week of Love is Blind season three. You can make sure you don't miss any of the drama when you are subscribed to our Love is Blind podcast feed at robhasawebsite.com slash love is blind. That's robhasawebsite.com slash love is blind. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Love is Blind Rehap Up. I am one of your co-hosts, Asia, and I'm very excited to be here talking about season three. Love is Blind is back. And of course, I'm here with my awesome co-host, Mary. Mary, how are you doing? Well, Asia, I don't know if you know this, but I am a runner and I know how people find it so interesting to talk to runners and it's really my big selling point. So, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very fast. Mm-hmm. You know, my legs can move. Ooh, got some <laughs> flexibility. So, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. once, uh, once they figure out you're, you're more than just a runner. They run, right? <laughs> they run exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to be back here for Love Is Blind season three. You know, we just wrapped up our after the altar coverage from season two, and I'm, I'm ready for a fresh crop of, of people out there in their <laughs> late twenties to early thirties looking for love away from the dating apps. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I mean. With it being with it coming back, we couldn't do it alone, right? We had to have our own podfather. 
Rob says, Janino, Rob, how are you doing? Uh, I'm so excited. I'm uh, really glad to be uh, here with you both. I love the podcast. I really, I have the, you know, the fanny flutters uh, being here, but I've got a <laughs> beer with olives ready to go. And I'm so excited to talk about Love is Blind. Oh, gosh. yeah. From the pods to the pod. Yes, <laughs> right. exactly. Yes, Rob, you lo- you you have taken a liking to uh, Love Is Blind. What do you like about Love Is Blind? So I love well, I love the beginning. I, that okay. it's really I, I love everything. You know, I really it's like like um I guess I I love the beginning and I love the reunion. Uh, that that's really it. The part in the middle, I'm sort of like uh you know it's 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 fine. But I love the pods and I love everything about the selection process and uh, the first couple episodes is such great TV. You don't love the part where they just go to each other's houses and, and make fun of each other's furniture. No, that part, that part, yeah, I could sort of like, you know, I like to watch the first couple episodes and then I sort of like watch on 2X. But I really, you know, I just listen to the podcast, really. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate it. That's yes. a very, that's a, a good get. Can I just ask a question before we move on? Uh, yeah. How do you both feel about the Jonas Brothers? Because this is really important <laughs> to me. I podcast well, about one of their shows. And so I really just need to know if you're into the Jonas Brothers. Well, we all would want to marry one of them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's how it works. True. I think, you know, if the three of us represented a Jonas Brother, like, like Rob's, is Rob Joe or Kevin? I mean, that's the one I'm trying to figure out. Ooh, it, Rob gives main character energies. He has to be yeah. Joe. Thank you, Asia. He has yeah. to be Joe. That's what I always say. Yeah. 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 I always thought of myself as a Kevin, but I don't know if you have Nick vibes, Asia. Oh, I love Nick. That's the okay, one great, I would perfect. marry. What about yeah. Frankie? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bonus uh, Jonas? I um, won't stand for Frankie in the erasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Frankie... Uh, yeah, he I mean, today, like if we're talking, it depends on when you're talking about the Jonas Brothers. If we're talking yeah. about in their prime, you know, it's just us three. But if we're present day, then I might have to fight over being Frankie. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we did get a whole new bunch of men and women, which I wrote down all of their names from the articles. And then we saw, I think, five of each. If that it felt like we saw so few people when we actually got to know them. Yeah. So like, I guess to set the stage, we are here to talk about the premiere. So just, so if you watch the episode one, you're here to talk about the premiere. So we are going ahead and assuming you have not binged the rest. Um, so that's where that's the standpoint we're coming from. So if you hear us say anything, you're like, you find that out in episode three. It's fine because we're just talking about the premiere. <laughs> Just the start of the of the season of podcasting, okay? With uh, there'll be plenty more. Take it easy, <laughs> complainers. Right. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah, Mary and I will be here to discuss with great guests along the way. Um, but yeah, Mary. So we had this great cast of people, but we saw a fourth of them. <laughs> Yeah, if that, like it normally feels like we get a little bit more of a spread. And I know the articles were saying things will be different this season and everything is unique. But are they going to do like a reboot of episode one for episode two and show us the second half of the cast? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's like a few standouts to me. So like a few standouts of people that we just didn't see more of that I would like to see more of. Um, you know, like we saw, uh, who was the, so the, there was the one girl who was talking about 
uh, her preferred sexual positions and what is, you know, what takes more effort, what does not take more effort, what she feels like doing. (laughs) I, you know, we only got very little of her. (laughs) Yeah, very little. When you you get the gold (laughs) right up front, what else do you need? (laughs) That's it. Yeah, that was the whole personality. Yeah. Yeah. Who else stood out for you, Mary? Um, Well, there was the one girl who got the Jonas Brother question, Lauren. And I think that was, we only saw her facial reaction and nothing else. (laughs) There's gotta, there's gotta be something they could do. Like, I understand that, like, okay, we have the the main storylines that we're going to get, right? We have the couples who are actually going to get married. But this whole cast of people, like, I'm sure there are some personalities. Like, what what could they do with these people, Rob? I mean, that look, it's uh, they get a bun- a group of people that, that they know, like what we like to see. They got to get some people that are like uh, super annoying. Uh, you got to have the, you know, your new shake and everything like that. And so you need to have the people that you uh, love to hate and are uh, really going to be the people that make you hate watch uh, some of these couples. So they know what they're doing. Rob, too soon, too soon to talk about shape. <laughs> We're just getting over that. Yeah. For, for those of you who maybe are jumping in for season three, but didn't see the first two seasons, this show, it, it packs through. I mean, I haven't counted. I think there's like 15 men and 15 women. And it's basically like how in other shows you might get the, the survivor purple edit, the person who you don't see much. The format of this show is, yeah, there's going to be like 20 of those people. And they're only going to be in the first couple episodes and then we just cut them out and they're not in the rest of the show. And that's how they handle it. We only take the people of gold because, you know, they're, they're not seeing each other. They're talking in, in the pods is phase one. And then after the proposals, they'll go on their little trip, their little honeymoon together. And as we've seen from the first two seasons, usually there are more people who have mm-hmm. proposals. We just never see it because the show decides it's not interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if is that the case this season? Like I haven't heard any rumors of there being other um or like other proposals or how many proposals we'll get, but I wonder if they're just waiting for the drop and then we'll get the what you did not see. Yeah, probably. But I do think like Rob, do you think that that's a good format and that all reality shows should do that where they build in a, a segment basically where they can get rid of the people who maybe aren't that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that is um, super interesting. I mean, uh, that uh, a- Asia, um, that do we know, like, are all these people that are going to be in the like in the cast photos that I'm looking at? Like I'm on the today dot uh, com website. Uh, like, do do we think all these people are going to show up or some of these people? Do you think you're just going to be in the montage later on? Yeah, I think, I mean, because even when I think about past seasons, there are people, when you look through the cast list, you're like, I have never seen this person a day in my life and I've watched the entire season. Mm-hmm. So there has to be some of those for the, so for them to say this season is going to be a little bit different. Maybe they're just meaning we're going to have even more of those people. <laughs> yeah. Save these people for another show. Send them on the real love boat or something. Really? I I feel like there was so much there's so much time spent in casting. So just imagine being one of those pe- these people are just like, okay, watch out for love is blind. Then people watch and they're like, wait, I'm on episode three. I don't see you. They're like, I was in the pods. 
Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. <laughs> Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Rob, do you think you would have been good at this format? Like, do you think you and Nicole would have gotten together? Oh, so that's so interesting. Um, would Nicole and I have hit it off in the pods? Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, it, it's, it's, so, it's so hard to, to tell. Um, like, I... I like uh, I, I think maybe is it? It's possible. Like I, I kind of feel like as a, somebody who does a lot of talking for a living, I, I do feel like that I probably would have like a good skill set for the, like being in the pods and talking all day. Like I think that that would probably be like my uh, like best <laughs> dating uh, prospects of. Oh, I'm just gonna be like just talk. Like that's it. Okay. I mean, I think that's how most people consume me. <laughs> very, very true. I just want, I sit there and wonder like, yeah, if I put myself in their shoes, like, what do you, how do you know what to come up to? Like, I feel like I would be able to, right? They're just coming up with whatever under the sun to talk about. But it's like, wh- when you have so many people you're working with, I know they have their notebooks, but how do you not get your wires crossed? How do you not like, oh yeah, so how many siblings? and then. <laughs> You've already asked me that, <laughs> you know, how it's it seems so hard with the the fact that you can only relate it to a person's voice. Yeah, nobody has a notebook or anything of like the writing stuff down. Um, can I ask a question? And, and I don't know if you know the answer to this. How long are they in there by the end of this first episode where we see, you know, um, that we get to like the, there's a, a proposal at the end of the first episode? How? It, are they in there? Was it was it five days? Is it two weeks? Like, do we have any idea how long this lasts? So they for so total time in the pods is like ten days. So if we're thinking at the point that this proposal happened, maybe four or five days. Okay. Yeah. In in the past, it's definitely seemed like there's always one couple that gets together like four days in, and then a couple of the other ones there's like love triangles and they have to figure out which one they want. I'm just going to say it. And maybe people are going to be like, Rob, you're heartless, but this (laughs) is crazy. Even if you spent five days nonstop with someone like Brennan and Alexa, I love you. I love you. Will you you marry me? Get out of here. Come on, Rob. I have an example for you. Two weeks in the big brother house. Swaggy and Bailey built a strong enough connection for him to propose after being evicted. Okay, but two weeks in Big Brother time is like two years outside of the Big Brother house. Uh, In in these pods, you're not even together the whole day. You're going to talk to all these other people. (laughs) I think you're you're missing a key point, though, Rob. That this is it's also a game. You know that the, all they're doing is talking to other people. You got to lock it down quick. You got to tell someone so. you love them fast so that no one else can swoop in there and take your girl. Mm-hmm. Come on. 
True. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, yeah, even if you, okay, let's say, even if it's just like, yeah, maybe four days, but in those four days, they may have had 10 dates. Like we think two days, two date, two to three dates a day. You still think that's not enough? I don't think so. I mean, like, I may, I understand. Okay, I'm on the show, but I don't think I could be out there. Like, I love you. I love, I love you. Four I'm days. Saying, I'm just saying. I've been on two dates in two days with the same person, and I was like, "Whoa, this is a lot." I feel like I've learned a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have seen what I've needed to see, and this needs to go no further. So, if I, I mean, yeah. But I think it's easy to rule people out quickly. I think it's different. I, th- I agree with Rob. It's different to like emotionally fall in love. <laughs> fall in love. I mean, I yeah. don't know that I would call myself a shallow person. <laughs> we know that's a very <laughs> dangerous word to throw around. But I do think it's, I, I don't know how people on all of these dating shows can get to the like deep, I love you, I love you within a few days. But, but I think like Bachelor in Paradise isn't the whole thing like 10 days, the entire show. And people get, yeah, it's like, like a couple proposals. weeks. True. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's similar. It's 2022. This is the pace now. Wow. <laughs> this is it, Rob. It's the, the TikTok world. Bite <laughs> <Exactly>. size. <laughs> Who needs months or years? Give us weeks. Yeah. Days. Plus, they're going, they're going to be like, Love is Blind is going to be just standing on the the two successful couples from season one for so long because it was like, oh, we don't talk about season two. We don't talk about those couples. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the fact that it did technically work and it's really hard not to watch this first episode and try to be like, okay, who's going to be the Amber and Barnett? Who's going to be the, you know, Lauren and Cameron? So, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we did see one couple get engaged this episode. We had uh, Alexa and Brennan. And so it's interesting, the fact that Brennan already had kind of, you know, multiple things going on with Colleen and Alexa. Or like he was dating both of them to get to know both of them. and, And he had to cut it off with Colleen in order to fully pursue Alexa. And uh, I was like, that was I mean. That was mm-hmm. that was kind of fast. What, what did you have any thoughts on Brennan himself, uh, Rob? I mean, thought he seemed fine. I, I didn't think he was that <laughs> exciting. Other than like, oh, he likes to cook food. Like, okay, great. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I also uh, don't really uh, love it when I encounter a person named A-L-E-X-A because I don't like talking about them without all of the devices in my house going crazy <laughs> and playing music. So I don't know I, I that, you know, I'm I, I am not somebody named A-L-E-X-A, but I think I might be like uh, like referring to myself as like Lexi from here on out. <laughs> That's really smart because uh, on Married at First Sight this season, we have an Alexis. And so Jason's Alexa goes off at least once a podcast. Jason's <laughs> <laughs> Alexis. Yeah. Yeah. But- I, I did think they both seemed very genuine, though, and in earnest with each other. So obviously we haven't seen their reaction to meeting. Got that cliffhanger ending. But, you know, you, they both like food. What more do you want? Mm hmm. There's just so much we aren't seeing, right? <laughs> <laughs> like when they hit the I love you's, 
I was, it, it, it felt so genuine, right? Yeah. Like completely felt genuine. And so I'm just like, how many times have they really dated and really gotten to know each other? And what do they know about each other? Because, oh my gosh, they're really in love, right? <laughs> I mean, what is love? They're saying things. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they're really they in love. They both I'm- like to eat. Shashuka. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. they know they know how to make shashuka. Uh, they they seemed like they had some good conversations. They like to talk about food already. I'm out with this couple. You know, <laughs> they were both skeptical. That that was that was about it with the two of them. We didn't see much. We did. We really didn't see much at all. Yeah, it felt very easy. And, yeah, and so yeah, like we we did ultimately see them get engaged and then it ended with the reveal and her saying you know WTF but we heard her drop the F-bomb many times yeah, yeah I think this means nothing this is right. nothing what do you think this it means they're, they're gonna run up they're gonna hug and he's gonna be like oh you're perfect and she's gonna be like you too WTF and that's what that's that was a that's good WTF it's, it's not like oh yeah, you, you're so. wearing a cowboy hat we, we have never seen a non-enthusiastic, happy reaction. Hmm. Even when they weren't. Even when it was a lie. We've never actually seen it. Yeah. I thought the proposal was sweet. You know, he said things that you would say to someone you've probably been dating for two years, but (laughs) it was his, it was his one time, one time to shine, you know, he got on his knee. He was very happy. Uh, So I'm very interested to see, yes, what does this WTF mean? And then are they going to be, a, if, you know, things go well, are they going to be a couple that just has no conflict? But I think that this time last year, this is where Danielle and, oh my gosh, I don't remember his name. Danielle and yes. Danielle's guy. Yes. <laughs> where, yeah. where they were, they were like the, they were the first couple. They were the, oh my gosh, I found my person. We love each other. Nick. And Nick, that's what it was. Thank you. They were the Nick and Danielle. And then Nick and Danielle became like the problem couple throughout the whole rest of the show. So we'll see. True. Okay. I, I So yeah, Rob, thumbs up, thumbs down for this couple. Oh, early predictions. What, right. Do I think they're going to work out? Yes. Are they going to at least say yes at the wedding? Is that going to Yeah, I think so. I think so. Like, uh, like I kind of feel like that they, the, the, I feel like these shows want to put the success stories up front. I know it didn't Mm -hmm. work out with, uh, Nick and Danielle, but like, uh, of season two, maybe they were like the biggest success story. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably were. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Um, so, I, yeah, I can't even I was trying to go through these like the people that didn't really get any shine, but there's not much to say about any of them. So I think the problem is that we've this is now our third time. And so like a, a lot of the funny moments that we're used to getting, we had some some fewer of them because it was like, oh, well, we, we've already seen the person who comes in and just asks everybody, you know, ask the same question over and over. Like, I think the funniest montage we had was the Colleen ballet one. Yes. Where she was just like, people really think it's fun to date a ballerina. Now, I don't know because I've never dated a ballerina, but I like, is that a, is that a big, like a wow thing? Is that a thing that like guys think about where they're like, oh, it'd be so cool to date a ballerina. Like, I, I, I didn't know this was a thing. So uh, I don't 
I've never heard that ever about ballerina, but I think that then when they bring in the idea of flexible, like for whatever <laughs> yeah. reason, the like idea of flexible, this happened on like real love boat also that there was a woman that they would, they had like a talent show and she was like uh, demonstrating her flexibility. And that seemed to be a uh, big point in her favor so i don't think okay. it's ballet specifically uh but uh flexibility seems to uh bring all the boys to the yard <laughs> okay gotcha i was like are these guys just really big like nutcracker fans like what is <laughs> probably not <laughs> it just felt so funny how she kept having she kept saying ballet dancer ballet dancer wouldn't they think the same thing about a regular dancer like Oh, a hip hop dancer could be flexible as well. I don't know. Gymnast, ice skater. Like that's all in the same category to me. <laughs> yeah. Yoga instructor. We have a Pilates instructor. You mm -hmm. didn't hear anyone, you know, going on and on about how flexible she was. But I think it's more so Colleen has this like, I'm a ballet, ballet dancer. Okay. So guys usually love that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, was it Shayna last season who kept going on and on about how many like Twitter followers she yes. had or something? Yeah, same same kind of vibe. Um, yeah, it, or maybe know. no, and, I think it was someone else, uh, but it might have been sim very similar to Shayna. Similar thing. Uh, and then the other the other big montage we had was just like it was a lot of people going through their r random checklist items, like Cole doesn't date nurses and we have no idea why he was just like no can't date nurses yeah rob what do you have to say about that um <laughs> the call <laughs> is the worst all right is that, can yeah, I, is tell, that us, tell us what you think about cole <laughs> i mean he's uh he's just like so so much i mean he's the guy that we're supposed to hate right He's the, he's the Shane, but he's also very early days Barnett. Like if you rewatch season one, Barnett, who goes on to be mostly in comparison to the woman he ends up uh, marrying, like the the level headed one in the relationship. But at the beginning, if you watch it, it's all just him. It's very similar to Cole from what we've seen. He's uh, very much like uh, he's very high on himself. He's uh, talking about all, all his uh, all his things. And then also like and. I feel like this must be like very off-putting that he he's like talks frequently about like all of the babies that he wants to put into people. And I feel like that's a lot to put on a person. <laughs> he wasn't the only one. It, him and Bartise were both talking a lot about pounding some babies in you. And I'm like, ooh. Is that the, the new way of talk? Like, because they're both 25, right? I think Holly or mm -hmm. Cole is I know. 25. I think so. Uh, Cole, Cole might be 26. Oh, but you think it's a Gen yeah, Z thing? <laughs> yeah, that, like, is that, that the, the new, like, am I missing a TikTok trend that says put some babies in you? I'm going to put yeah. a litter in you. <laughs> mm. it, it's, that's an immediate ick and immediate <sighs> no. But they keep saying it like, that's what you should want, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And which one, one of them said, uh, if I could just have a bunch of babies like up here right now, that would be perfect. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of process that goes into that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Cole, he's definitely being presented as like the 
antagonist. Like we, I don't think we're supposed to like him by any means because there was, there were no redeeming qualities that they showed, but we saw a lot of him. Maybe his blue eyes, they're piercing. Yeah. But it almost feels like too much once he's like, once he starts opening his, his mouth and stuff. He had, he had glasses. <laughs> that was nice. Nice touch. Right. Um, but I, I mean, on that same note, so we saw the comparisons. They showed how, how high Colleen is on herself. They showed how Cole has standards through the roof, even down to the occupation. And then we get to see that they had been going on dates with each other. But Cole ultimately felt like he wasn't what Colleen was looking for. Yeah. So this was probably the big drama of of the episode, right? Was uh, Colleen gets shot down like twice. And it, it's a rough day out there for Colleen. She gets shot <laughs> yeah. down by Brennan um, because he likes Alexa more. And that's sad. And then she gets shot down by Cole. Um, and and I had originally written down, you know, as people were meeting, I'm like, what are they, you know, what are they connecting over? So like Raven and Bartiz are going to connect over working out. Uh, Alexa and Brennan connect over food. Cole and Colleen, I wrote, they connect over being basic. I like, I could not tell. <laughs> they, like they were having fun. I'm like, Similar I don't know. Similar names. Both- yeah. Right. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah. And it, it seemed now, you know, this could be edited. But the way it seemed was he was like, he had just come off of his date with um, uh, Zanab, who they had really deep conversation about family and values and her losing her parents. And I think that really, you know, if you've watched one of these dating shows, you know that if you can, if you can like get deep no matter what the topic of conversation is, she actually had deep things to talk about, but sometimes people are like, you know, I was shy when I was in kindergarten and they're like, Oh Oh my my gosh, thank you for, thank you for (laughs) opening up to me. That was so deep. Um, but so, so Cole is like, okay, I really liked that deep connection. Colleen, what do you got for me? What, how, how are we going to get deep? Uh, and she's like, yeah, um, I'm not going to say that I'm, that I'm a, a shallow person, but I kind of like just just being fun and and keeping things surface level because that's who I am. And he's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know that I can marry someone <laughs> who doesn't get any deeper. And then it's yeah, it seemed like she got kind of defensive about that and says that he called her shallow. It seemed like she called herself shallow, but could be editing there. Yeah, it was very it was interesting because it, the way he asked it, like, Colleen, Colleen, can we get deep? Like we're having fun, but can we get deep? Was he just looking for something to be wrong here because of his connection with Zenith? Or was it just like, I I need, I got, I have to get past her being flexible. Like I got it. There's gotta be something. (laughs) What was it, Rob? I thought that he just wanted to um, break it off with her. Like he kind of had like some sort of like vague reason of like, I I just can't see myself getting down on one knee uh, with somebody that's, that's like you. And um, I think it was sort of like um, that he was just looking for some sort of excuse to uh, end it with her so he could uh, pursue uh, Zanap. 
Yeah, yeah. maybe. I, I I mean, this is, again, not to keep comparing it, but this is very like Shane with his dilemma the previous season. It's like mm-hmm. you Uh-oh. think on the surface, like him and Shayna, they've got all this connection. They love crop tops. Similar you know, names. Similar right? names. Things are going great. They're having fun. But then he has one deep conversation with Natalie and he's like, oh, this feels like a real relationship. And, uh, you know, I'm the strategist here. And I'm going to say again, like, <laughs> y'all, if you go on these dating shows, you've got to have something in your back pocket. Have a way to, to come up with a deep conversation just so that you can show that that difference. And, uh, you know, manufacture an emotional moment. I think that's perfectly fine. Obviously, some of these emotional moments on the show were probably real and not manufactured. But you've got to have something you can at least throw out there. Yeah, my thing is like if he really wanted to make this little like break off seem genuine rather than like imagine if I sat up here and just just like, Mary, let's let's get deep. Can we get deep? Let's get deep rather than tell me about your childhood. <laughs> you know, like he it wasn't like he tried to get deep and she was no, like, not whoa, really. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's talk about fun but, stuff. But it was also kind of like, hey, can, can we get deep? And she was like. No, I don't want to get, I would like to stay not deep. Can we, mm-hmm. can we not be deep and also then get married? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I wonder, is this gonna, I don't know. It, it, it just felt like it felt very easy for them. And it almost felt like Cole, he was, it was like he was projecting because he was saying, no, Colleen, it's like, you want to be deep, like that you, you want that for yourself and you're on that journey, but I'm there. But you're on your way there. I'm like, how Cole, are you there? I think Cole would like to get deep in some women, but I don't know that he actually has shown us that he has any of that either. He's had those conversations where other people have been deep with him. Right. Because even with Zenith, she got deep. And he yeah. was just like, oh, I didn't expect this conversation to go here. <laughs> so, and so he was just like, oh, there we are. So I guess speaking of Zenit, she's beautiful. Oh, yeah. She's a flight attendant. She says that she doesn't normally get approached like ever. Not on the plane, not at the, the gym, nothing. I thought that was interesting. I, yeah. Um I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be telling people to approach people and flirt with them while they're doing their job. So like, that's probably good that you're not getting approached while you're (laughs) being a flight attendant, but I don't know. Uh, Zenim's an early favorite for me though. Really. I liked her a lot. I thought she was very fun. I like her. Um, She, she's from England. So she says she can do an, do an accent, but she didn't show us. Mm -hmm. So I need that. Yeah. Hopefully that comes out. Um, I liked her a lot. Uh, she's, she's the girl though, that I'm like, I like you. Why, why, why Cole? (laughs) Someone else, please pick one of these people that we've never seen. Like, uh, pick, uh, pick Nash. Do we, do we see Nash at all? Who's Matt? I don't know. Julian Mm -hmm. pick one of them. (laughs) Who are these people? Simmer. I I like that name. Yeah. Tony. Like Zach, like we literally saw, I think you're just making people up now. (laughs) <laughs> we saw we saw Brennan, Julian, we saw Kurt, Andrew, we saw Cole, Devante. We saw yeah. three guys, three and a half, if you include the half a point of for SK that we saw. We did see like Who's one Dale? conversation. Made up people who are not on the show. Is it Anthony? <laughs> no. Seriously, there is an Anthony. Who are these people? We saw like four people. 
We saw <laughs> Andrew, Bartice, Brennan, Cole, and SK. And that was it. Those are the yeah. only people we saw. Mary, you are feeling what it's like to be there. You'd be one of the people in the pods. There's lots of people you're not seeing. <laughs> That's it. Oh my gosh. You're right. You're right. They wanted you're to right. make it an immersive experience. Yeah, what us. else is out there? You don't know. Yeah, no idea. Know. They literally yeah. could make like whoever gets engaged, let them go off. Now let the rest of the people try to find some connections and let's do like a dating experiment. Cause there has to be someone out there has to have some type of personality that's worth watching and they wouldn't have been cast. Really? I mean, we've talked about mo the, most of the bigger storylines. There was one other big kind of web. So we had Nancy and Raven. And then we had Andrew, Bartice, and SK. Yeah. So what what is that? Like a Pentagon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'd have to draw the map you know, the Alliance map to see how connected we are here. Mm -hmm. um, we, we definitely early on lots of Nancy and Bartice and Raven and Bartice. So like right. just with the two of them, um, different connections here, both pretty strong up front. Did you, do you see uh, Rob, any of, in either of those working who, out in the long yeah, run? Who would you pick for Bartice? Uh, boy. Um, well, it seemed like that uh, I was probably mo like I was probably more in the Raven and Bartice uh, camp. Mm -hmm. uh, they had such an odd uh, conversation when Raven uh, and, you know, I love a reality TV Raven uh, when Raven <laughs> uh, came clean that um, she had something a, a big reveal that she needed to tell him about something that she does in the service industry. And I was like, oh my God, does she have an OnlyFans? What is she gonna about to say? That's what I thought she was gonna say. And, and when she revealed that, you know, she does bottle, bottle service. service. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's literally service, I guess. That's the thing. Like, it, it, it is a thing. Yeah. Because like if you like if you go to a club and then like the bottle girls come out, right? You know, they might have on some small shorts or, you know, the little shirts and then they are getting attention. And so I can see her have, having issues in past relationships of if a guy is not like confident enough and secure in their relationship, he might be jealous of that attention. Yeah. Especially she said she's bartending, too. Um, I could see her having issues in the past of like the nightlife persona or whatever. But as long as he's confident, it has no, like, she's just, she's working. She's, you know, making money. <laughs> there's nothing to be concerned about, but. My, my issue ego. is not with the premise. The idea that, hey, there's this job that I do that some past relationships have found intimidating or whatever. It's the fact that she went about saying it in such a way, almost as if she wanted to build it up so that he would think it was like, you know, a more extreme thing so that she could bring it down and be like, no, no, not that. I'm just mm -hmm. I just bartend and do some bottle service. I, I feel like that was very intentional because. It's interesting. I, I mean, the way she was phrasing it, I don't know. I think there was almost no way of not thinking. It that was she such was, a build up. For yeah, I, work, I do bottle service. Right. But, you know, to my earlier point with the strategy, 
sometimes you just got to take a small thing and make it seem like a big thing so that you <laughs> leave the conversation going, wow, we really got deep. That was emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So in comparison, Bartise and Nancy, like he's well, out here going on these fun dates and just getting these kind of interesting, like, Hey, I've got a big reveal for you. And imagine being Bartise being like, Oh my gosh, not again. What is it? Okay. Are you, are you a bottle service girl? Like, (laughs) yeah. And what, I mean, what it is, is something like, it's like, uh, you know, very giving of her. (laughs) She says Mm -hmm. in grad school, she donated eight eggs or eight times, she donated 25 to 30 eggs eight different times to different families. And uh, she's opened it up that people can contact her. I was like, that's really interesting. I had never, you've always hear, you know, you see stories of people in the past, like, okay, I don't know. You, you see the, the child's story, but I've never seen this perspective. And it was really interesting for her to say, like some of her friends stopped being her friend because of it. Like, what losers? Right? I was like, what is what? your problem? <laughs> <laughs> is that how you define friendship? By people being giving to other people who need the assistance? I'm, I, I did not get that at all. That can't be real. That is, no, nobody is stopped being somebody's friend because they were an egg donor. Right? It felt like an unnecessary detail if, yeah. if it weren't true. <laughs> It's just wild. I didn't even know why she's telling this story. Uh, to make it sound like that he's going to have like some problem with it. Why? why like, why, why would he? Anybody have an issue with this? It's like, oh, I don't want to be married to somebody that one day some some kid's going to ring the doorbell and then say that you're my real mom. That's what she said. She said in the past yeah. there are a couple of guys that were like, I want to have your first child, and they don't see it as. Like, but she didn't carry the child, right? Like, do they just not understand how donating eggs work? I, I don't probably know. that, yeah, probably. Probably part of that. <laughs> like, mm. but yeah, we do hear Nancy say multiple times throughout here that she wants ten kids, and this doesn't scare him off. At least mm-hmm. she might already she have him. ten kids. True, or <laughs> that's 100. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. She might. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, in comparison with Nancy and Raven, it was very interesting to hear Raven. And this is coming from Raven, who's interested in Bartiz, I'm sure. But she's like, Nancy's like the person you avoid, like from high school that you see her in the store, you avoid her. I'm like, um, excuse me, Nancy is someone I know from college who Ooh. I would not avoid her if I saw her. So if I saw, if I went to H-E-B and I saw Nancy, I would run up and give her a hug and be like, oh, my gosh, it's been years. How are you? Nancy is so sweet. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that brings up a good point. Maybe you have an answer. Do, do you know of these friends that Nancy has supposedly <laughs> no, lost? I hope not. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I mean, if the, if I ever, I mean, if I ever found out, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm not aware. This was, uh, we, we worked together um, back wow. in college. Yeah. At the University of Texas at Austin. Open yeah, all of, these, uh, all of these connections you have, I'm pulling the picture of you back up. Asia knows everybody. Nancy. I know, <laughs> I know. Asia knows everybody, you've met everybody. And, everybody and I guess we- goes to UT. Yeah, we could have brought this up uh, earlier, but this this was the season that was filmed in Dallas, right? Where all of the yes. people are from oh. Dallas. Okay. 
So, uh, yeah, Rob, they, every season they pick a city. And so that yes. at least it makes it a, a little bit more likely that you're not going to have to deal with like the long distance yeah. uh, as much. So right. there is that. Um, but the, the one downside really with the Nancy and Bartiz thing is that she finds out that he's 25 and she's 31. So, uh, that's a pretty big gap. If you're, if you're wanting to immediately start having kids, potentially it could be. We've seen this song and dance before. Exactly. That's what's so funny. We're seeing so many parallels from previous seasons of like the just the personalities. And I don't know if that says a lot about how they're casting or just says a lot about the world. I think probably the latter because <laughs> uh, you're going to I mean, if you're on a dating app. You're going to see the same person multiple times because it's just oh, yeah. we're influenced by, you know, media. And that's how people have come. But that's a, just a different conversation. <laughs> getting too deep <laughs> but i will say that 31 and 25 like as a 30 year old my preferences are set at 26 25 <laughs> is that is, a big cutoff it, it is 25 feels so young mm-hmm. i don't know i get i get yeah. it with her with her having that concern of just like when she thinks 25 she thinks gang because she's thinking when i was 25 was I in this like frame of mind? And that was like six years ago. I think that's the way they must do this show. They must give you a survey and say, okay, who wants a lot of kids? Let's take <sighs> someone who's very much older in that range and then someone who's much younger and hope that they find things in common and then have this to, <laughs> this to deal with. Um, now, uh, in comparison to that, we have the other end of the web, which is the Nancy and Andrew conversation. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. We've Rob, I'd Rob's love to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Andrew, I believe, um, unprompted, um, <laughs> vol- volunteers uh, the information about that uh, that he practices uh, the arts that he compares to uh, like a sexual kung fu. Yes. Yes. He, <laughs> he is an expert in getting the fanny flutters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. And giving them, giving them. Yes. This is a lot. Yeah. Yes. And I believe he said he was taught the art of sexual Kung Fu by um, a, a, an older woman who, who taught him a lot of ways. And now it's his, his job to go teach that to someone else. Mm-hmm. 41 years old in Bali. Yeah. Um, this, this man is well-traveled. He has talked about Many places he's traveled. I mean, we heard, I mean, a full list throughout this entire episode of different countries he's been to. Germany, Istanbul, um, South Africa. And uh, he, he got into wildlife photography, uh, in which I, I have been to his Instagram. It is pretty oh. incredible. <laughs> um, but he is very open about his sexuality. Yeah. Like I felt like he started out with like a do Nancy, do you like kissing? Okay. Have y'all been asked that before? (laughs) Or is this like a love is blind question? (laughs) I don't think I've ever been asked that question. Okay. That's not (laughs) Does any Is it a common question? Am I the only one that didn't get asked that? (laughs) No, I'm (laughs) I've never heard that as a question. Yeah. I I I know that there are probably people out there who don't like kissing. Nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that. But I think we have we have yet to see on on a show 
uh, dedicated to love and dating that someone says, you know what? Really love love. Really love dating. Mm-hmm. Hate kissing though. Kissing. That's a that's my deal yeah. breaker. No kissing for me. We just haven't seen it yeah. yet. So maybe that's why he's asking. Yes. Maybe it's come up in his travels. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that would have been easier for Andrew to explain all this to uh begin with uh Nancy and say, uh, do you remember Kyle from Big Brother? <laughs> Imagine the opposite of that. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does. Uh, he does go into into deep detail about um, deep detail, th- the type of uh, climaxing that he's working on. Um, and uh, yeah. So it's without it's, look, doing certain things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that's the ultimate goal. He yeah. Just, she just needs a teacher is what he says. That uh, right there, that statement alone would have given me the ick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but for no her, she was Andrew. Nancy seemed into it. She was fanning herself. She was, she was either she, loved she was either into it or she was deeply uncomfortable. We don't, <laughs> we don't know which one. It appeared as if she proposal. loved it. She I mean, as yeah. she was fanning herself, it was just like she, her interest was peaked because this was yeah. some, it felt like this was this is something new that she had not experienced and in a person. And so it's kind of like, I wonder what else is there. Yeah. So maybe that's the direction we're going to go. Maybe we're going to get a Nancy Andrew and a Bartice with, with, um, Oh my gosh. Raven. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're looking like we're getting our, a couple solidified, um, probably got room for one more after that. Yeah, well, <laughs> the only other counter to, uh, Raven was we saw her go on one date with SK Yes. Um, who he seems very smart and he's uh, from Ni- he's he's Nigerian. He says he's from Nigeria, uh, but we didn't see any more detail outside of that. It was very much so centered on her and Bartise. Mm-hmm. He who was the we- other one I liked, but yeah. Who do we think Colleen is going to end up with? Whoever <laughs> oh. will be down. <laughs> so, like yeah, the Colleen story, it's really, it's going to end one of two ways, I think. Either next episode, we see her grab one of these other guys that we have not heard from yet. Um, and last ditch effort, move in that direction. And either he'll say yes, and then we'll get that conflict moving forward. Or he'll say no, and she'll get her third rejection, and she'll go home. And I think it's really those <laughs> are the two options. <laughs> Yeah, she's the girl that came into the pods and gave it her all. She left gave it all on the court. There's just or no on one the for on her. the dance floor. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I like her. Like I think that she's she's entertainment gold. So I want her to stick around. But yeah. uh, I'm not sure just because we haven't we haven't seen any other conversation. We already know who her top two were, and they both <laughs> they both said no. Very sad. I'm so sorry, Colleen. Yeah. So, yeah. Good luck if she does and good luck if she doesn't. <laughs> I'm sure she'll find somebody in Dallas. She is a ballet dancer after all. Yeah. Right. She, she can get them. She, she just has to keep them. Uh, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't she also say that you can remember how to say her name by saying Colleen Jellybean? Which... I think that's doesn't, her Instagram handle also. Is that what it was? Okay, that, I was going to say, that doesn't like rhyme exactly. I mean, it's not like a, it helps you with the end part of the word, but is the Ean the part people She's jellybean.colleen on Instagram. Mm. Jellybean.colleen. Jellybean.colleen. Okay. Someone said that one day to her and she was like, 
Well, no, actually, it sounds like like a family member could have said that and it just stuck. But usually those kind of like like a jelly bean, that'll like stick at home and then you'll have your like public persona. But I I guess my I called my mom butterscotch the other day and she thought I said Sasquatch. (laughs) Just a very different thing. (laughs) A little different. Yeah, she was all upset. And I'm like, I just called you butterscotch. She's like, oh, not what I thought you said. Um, And I guess when we talked about Cole and Zenib, do y'all have any predictions there? Do you think that they'll actually get to a proposal? I think they will get to a proposal. They will get to a reveal. I don't think the wedding's happening. What about you, Rob? I'm sorry. <sighs> Boy. Um, yeah, so I guess when the wedding happens uh, that we, we think they're going to be together the whole season, but you think one of them's going to say no, right? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's so that's so hard to predict. Um, yeah, I think this is a, only a million things that could go wrong in between now and then. <laughs> right, very few things that could go right. Yeah. So. I don't have a lot of faith in Cole. Yeah, same. He yeah. just he just gives me he gives me like he doesn't want to be an f boy, but it you know you might be an f boy. Right. Yeah, I, I think want a million things <laughs> because because I did I was surprised with Barnett like I thought Barnett was going to be like that True. and then you see his like his house and everything and he's like very uh, seemed more mature outside of the show um, whereas or outside of the pods uh, I don't know I'm going to need to see a lot from Cole because I think I have a, a picture in my mind of what his his life is we'll see yeah yeah we'll see Interesting. So yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that interestingly, uh, his last name is Barnett. Yes, I know. And I'm I'm not sure if that's and a coincidence. And so is Barnett's. Yes, Barnett's last name. Yep. Yeah. Oh, gosh. If that's like a cousin. Um. So we, we went through basically all of the storylines that they gave us in the premiere. Um, anything else did, that stood out to y'all in the premiere? Nothing major that stood out. I think the the biggest thing that stood out was the lack of people we saw, just given yes. all the names here. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I'd ask you, Rob, like, what is the one thing that you want to happen in this show? Like, what's the what's the moment you're looking for? I want everybody to fight and have a lot of drama <laughs> and have like really awkward moments um, that are funny. OK, yeah, I want just once someone to meet and in that initial meeting say, you know what? No, not going to happen. It's, <laughs> this is it's not working. Like, this right. is not actually turns out love's not blind. Can I go back in the pods? <laughs> that would be nice. Can I try again? Do over? Okay. Can That's I ask what you I both, um, that, did it feel like that there was less Nick and Vanessa here in uh, the kickoff to season three than in previous seasons? It did feel that way to me. And when I was looking at articles, it was saying that when Vanessa confirmed that there was a season three, they were still filming season two. So it could very well be that there was some uh, crossover or maybe they were really needed on season two. Uh, yeah. And so they weren't as available, but I was perfectly fine with mm-hmm. the amount that we did get with them. I, I think, yeah, I think this was a, they had a lot of, a lot of uh, things in the fire because season two and three were filmed back to back and uh, probably somewhere in there, the ultimatum was also being filmed. So mm-hmm. a lot of oh, yeah. lache projects happening at the same mm-hmm. time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think this was filmed somewhere between like April and May of this year. Yeah. This is definitely the kind of show though, where you have a host kick it off for the first couple seasons and then you could just remove the host completely and nothing about the show changes. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, you know how it works. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is it for our coverage of the premiere. Uh, Mary and I will be back to talk about each drop. Uh, we'll have some great guests along the way. And then, Rob, we would love to have you back for the reunion. Mm-hmm. Should you? Yeah. <laughs> we'll have okay. You. No promises. I will, I, will, I will try to uh, <laughs> keep up. This is my busy season, but I do love the show. And I also love to listen to both of you talk about it. So I hope that I can uh, rejoin you at some point later on in the season. Okay. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but yes, uh, Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what do you have coming up? Uh, Nothing just, much, right? Yeah, just, all, <laughs> just all of the reality TV, the Survivor and Amazing Race and the Love Boat and, and the Mole also on uh, Netflix right now. So everything that's going on over at robisawebsite.com. Love all the content. I mean, I, I think I listened to a podcast of yours, I mean, once a day. Wow. But that's so nice to hear, Asia. Right. Only I can't even once a day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I have to limit myself. Um, so, Mary, yeah. what are you up to? And I'm looking forward to talking some Survivor with you soon, Asia. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm very excited. Um, this season has been uh, pretty. It, I mean, I haven't loved the boot order, mm-hmm. but it's been interesting. Uh, nonetheless. <laughs> That I'll keep my thoughts there and I'll give the rest of them on the feedback show. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I've got mostly love is blind right now. I, I talked about um, House of the Dragon last week for episode eight. So I know episode nine just came out, but if you're catching up, I was on a recap over on post show recaps of uh, the episode for episode eight, which I've been loving the, the season and can't wait to, to do my own Game of Thrones rewatch once this first season is over so I can get just immerse myself back into that world. Yeah, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it's good, but I haven't seen Game of Thrones <laughs> or House of Dragon. So, um, well, there's a lot of love in Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. Okay, that's a good selling point. I haven't yeah. gotten that perspective. Sometimes, sometimes love is a little too blind in those shows. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a there is a, a character named Cole on uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, okay. he's also the worst. Yeah, and there is a character <laughs> named Pod. So that's also his love is blind. There's there some serious crossover. Yeah, some people like, go blind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh there yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that's awesome. Um, y'all can follow me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia A Y S H A Like A S A. Right now, I am almost at the end of the season of Married at First Sight with uh, Jason Reed. We've been talking about season 15. It's been a very fun time. Um, that is also a show about love. If you if you love Love is Blind, you will enjoy Married at First Sight. And you don't even have to watch Married at First Sight. You can come just listen to me and Jason. We have a great time. We give you a full recap and all of our thoughts. Uh, we're having a great time on our Facebook page, um, talking about the show all week. So just... Just, just come join us. Because if you like Love is Blind, you for sure would like Married at First Sight. <laughs> um, and then also I joined Puya over on the Hot Mess Express oh. last week to talk about some 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. Very interesting. 
Very interesting. Also love and lack thereof. So <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, anything else I will tweet about it. Oh, I joined Taryn over on the Survivor Stockwatch to talk about last week's episode of Survivor. Um, but yeah, everything else I'll tweet about it. So thank y'all so much for uh, listening to us. Can't wait to be back to talk about the rest of this season. Thank you so much, Rob, for joining us. Uh, And we will see y'all next time. Bye.